This is Esau Williams with Focus on Africa from the BBC World Service on what's a grey and wet autumnal afternoon here in central London. And we focus first on Ethiopia today. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front flies. So too does the size, scale and the misery enacted on ordinary people. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front fighters for wantonly abusing civilians as they advanced into Amhara, with reports of several women being gang raped. As the rebel forces move south, it is not just the Ethiopian government that they are fighting. Well, earlier, I spoke to Mustafa Omar, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, whose forces have aligned with the Ethiopian army. He said that he would never allow the TPLF-OLA alliance to reach the capital. So is he confident that his forces are stronger militarily? Yes, we are confident our forces are stronger, but more importantly, we are confident about what our people want, and that's not a return to the TPLF reign of terror. Are you able to comment on the size of your military force and what sort of kit and weaponry you might have? I wouldn't like to comment on how strong our force is, but definitely it's not inferior to the TPLF if we are to talk about them marching to Addis, which I don't think will happen anyway. But clearly, I mean, the TPLF forces have managed to hold the Ethiopian army at bay for almost a year now, actually, if not more. What makes you think that your forces will make the difference? Well, I think the dynamics that helped the TPLF to achieve that won't be there if they dare to reoccupy Addis Ababa, where they are headed. So the TPLF have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army on the ground and they've made advances. So how can you be confident that your forces could actually repel them? There's a difference between making advances on one of the four fronts where the fighting is currently taking place. As you know, the fronts are the Afar front, the Gondar front and the Western Walkite front and the Wollo front. The TPLF have made some advances on one front, which is Wollo. So it would be an exaggeration to say they have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army. I don't share that assessment. Now, Mustafa Omar, let's look at the politics of what's going on. So in the last few hours, your authorities have shut down Nabad Television, a TV station in the Somali region. And the reason you've given is that the station was inciting bloodshed. What's the evidence for that? Well, we have video evidence, which we can share with you. As you remember, three years ago, in 2018, August 4, our capital city, Jijira, was a place where ethnic and religious violence took place, and we don't want a repeat of that. We cannot allow radio mill callings, as happened in Rwanda, to broadcast hate against members of other ethnic groups or religious groups. And we have a evidence for anyone who is interested in listening and making his own judgment, including yourself, you can have it. But we've also seen reports, Mr. Omer, that critics are calling a witch hunt what's taking place in your region with lots of arrests going on. Again, are you concerned that you're stoking a climate of fear? Well, who are arrested? Can you send me names? Because from what I understand, well, we, we don't, don't have, have like a business in the region right now. That's a ridiculous we, question. We don't have the names of those arrested, but people are being arrested. That's part of the reports that we're getting. No people are arrested on the basis of politics in the region as I speak. I'm confident of that. Human rights organizations, the ICRC, or any journalist who's interested in knowing what's happening in the region can come and check. So it's a baseless allegation. You need to at least ask them who are the people arrested. Of course, there will be people arrested because they have committed crimes. 
But as I speak to you now, we don't have a single political prisoner in Jijira or elsewhere in the region. The TPLF spokesman, Getachu Redam, has tweeted that most peace initiatives are mainly about saving Abi and not about addressing the most critical political challenges in the country, and that efforts that fail to address the conditions of people in the country and the tendency to conflate humanitarian issues with political ones are doomed to fail. How do you respond to that? Getachu Redam or any spokesperson of the TPLF is free to express his opinion. I can't control what they say. I am not privy to what the so-called peace talks are about at this stage. How would you describe your alliance with Abiy Ahmed? Well, Dr. Abiy Ahmed is the prime minister of the country. I am president of one of the states of the country. And in the last three years, under the leadership of Dr. Abiy Ahmed, my region has seen a momentous transformation in terms of human rights, respect for human rights, in terms of peace, in terms of development, and in terms of freedom of expression. And I think anybody who knows the history of 27 years of terror in our region would know the difference between today and 27 years ago. So we support him on the basis of the benefits that has come to the Somali region. And that's Mustafa Omer, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, speaking to me. This is Esau Williams with Focus on Africa from the BBC World Service on what's a grey and wet autumnal afternoon here in central London. And we focus first on Ethiopia today. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front fries. So too does the size, scale and the misery enacted on ordinary people. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front fighters for wantonly abusing civilians as they advanced into Amhara, with reports of several women being gang-raped. As the rebel forces move south, it is not just the Ethiopian government that they are fighting. Well, earlier, I spoke to Mustafa Omar, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, whose forces have aligned with the Ethiopian army. He said that he would never allow the TPLF-OLA alliance to reach the capital. So is he confident that his forces are stronger militarily? Yes, we are confident our forces are stronger, but more importantly, we are confident about what our people want, and that's not a return to the TPLF reign of terror. Are you able to comment on the size of your military force and what sort of kit and weaponry you might have? I wouldn't like to comment on how strong our force is, but definitely it's not inferior to the TPLF if we are to talk about them marching to Addis, which I don't think will happen anyway. But clearly, I mean, the TPLF forces have managed to hold the Ethiopian army at bay for almost a year now, actually, if not more. What makes you think that your forces will make the difference? Well, I think the dynamics that helped the TPLF to achieve that won't be there if they dare to reoccupy Addis Ababa, where they are headed. So the TPLF have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army on the ground and they've made advances. So how can you be confident that your forces could actually repel them? There's a difference between making advances on one of the four fronts where the fighting is currently taking place 
As you know, the fronts are the Afar Front, the Gondar Front, and the Western Walkite Front, and the Wollo Front. The TPLF have made some advances on one front, which is Wollo. So it would be an exaggeration to say they have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army. I don't share that assessment. Now, Mustafa Omar, let's look at the politics of what's going on. So in the last few hours, your authorities have shut down Nabad Television, a TV station in the Somali region. And the reason you've given is that the station was inciting bloodshed. What's the evidence for that? Well, we have video evidence, which we can share with you. As you remember, three years ago, in 2018, August 4, our capital city, Jijira, was a place where ethnic and religious violence took place and we don't want a repeat of that. We cannot allow radio mill callings as happened in Rwanda to broadcast hate against members of other ethnic groups or religious groups. And we have a evidence for anyone who is interested in listening and making his own judgment, including yourself, you can have it. But we've also seen reports, Mr. Omer, that critics are calling a witch hunt what's taking place in your region with lots of arrests going on. Again, are you concerned that you're stoking a climate of fear? Well, who are arrested? Can you send me names? Because from what I understand, well, we, we don't, don't have, have a business in the region right now. That's a ridiculous we, question. We don't have the names of those arrested, but people are being arrested. That's part of the reports that we're getting. No people are arrested on the basis of politics in the region as I speak. I'm confident of that. Human rights organizations, the ICRC, or any journalist who's interested in knowing what's happening in the region can come and check. So it's a baseless allegation. You need to at least ask them who are the people arrested. Of course, there will be people arrested because they have committed crimes. But as I speak to you now, we don't have a single political prisoner in Jijira or elsewhere in the region. The TPLF spokesman, Getachu Redam, has tweeted that most peace initiatives are mainly about saving Abiy and not about addressing the most critical political challenges in the country. And that efforts that fail to address the conditions of people in the country and the tendency to conflate humanitarian issues with political ones are doomed to fail. How do you respond to that? or any spokesperson of the TPLS is free to express his opinion. I can't control what they say. I'm not privy to what the so-called peace talks are about at this stage. How would you describe your alliance with Abi Ahmed? Well, Dr. Abi Ahmed is the prime minister of the country. I am the president of one of the states of the country. And in the last three years, under the leadership of Dr. Abi Ahmed, my region has seen a momentous transformation in terms of human rights, respect for human rights, in terms of peace, in terms of development, and in terms of freedom of expression. And I think anybody who knows the history of 27 years of terror in our region would know the difference between today and 27 years ago. So we support him on the basis of the benefits that has come to the Somali region. And that's Mustafa Omer, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, speaking to me.
afternoon or good evening. This is Esau Williams with Focus on Africa from the BBC World Service on what's a grey and wet autumnal afternoon here in central London. And we focus first on Ethiopia today. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front flies. So too does the size, scale and the misery enacted on ordinary people. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front fighters for wantonly abusing civilians as they advanced into Amhara, with reports of several women being gang raped. As the rebel forces move south, it is not just the Ethiopian government that they are fighting. Well, earlier, I spoke to Mustafa Omar, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, whose forces have aligned with the Ethiopian army. He said that he would never allow the TPLF-OLA alliance to reach the capital. So is he confident that his forces are stronger militarily? Yes, we are confident our forces are stronger, but more importantly, we are confident about what our people want, and that's not a return to the TPLF reign of terror. Are you able to comment on the size of your military force and what sort of kit and weaponry you might have? I wouldn't like to comment on how strong our force is, but definitely it's not inferior to the TPLF if we are to talk about them marching to Addis, which I don't think will happen anyway. But clearly, I mean, the TPLF forces have managed to hold the Ethiopian army at bay for almost a year now, actually, if not more. What makes you think that your forces will make the difference? Well, I think the dynamics that helped the TPLF to achieve that won't be there if they dare to reoccupy Addis Ababa, where they are headed. So the TPLF have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army on the ground and they've made advances. So how can you be confident that your forces could actually repel them? There's a difference between making advances on one of the four fronts where the fighting is currently taking place. As you know, the fronts are the Afar front, the Gondar front and the Western Walkite front and the Wollo front. The TPLF have made some advances on one front, which is Wollo. So it would be an exaggeration to say they have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army. I don't share that assessment. Now, Mustafa Omar, let's look at the politics of what's going on. So in the last few hours, your authorities have shut down Nabad Television, a TV station in the Somali region. And the reason you've given is that the station was inciting bloodshed. What's the evidence for that? Well, we have video evidence, which we can share with you. As you remember, three years ago, in 2018, August 4, our capital city, Jijira, was a place where ethnic and religious violence took place, and we don't want a repeat of that. We cannot allow radio mill callings, as happened in Rwanda, to broadcast hate against members of other ethnic groups or religious groups. And we have a vibrance for anyone who is interested in listening and making his own judgment, including yourself, you can have it. But we've also seen reports, Mr. Omer, that critics are calling a witch hunt what's taking place in your region with lots of arrests going on. Again, are you concerned that you're stoking a climate of fear? Well, who are arrested? Can you send me names? Because from what I understand, well, we, we don't, don't have, have like a business in the region right now. That's a ridiculous we, question. We don't have the names of those arrested, but people are being arrested. That's part of the reports that we're getting. No people are arrested on the basis of politics in the region as I speak. I'm confident of that. Human rights organizations, the ICRC, or any journalist who's interested in knowing what's happening in the region can come and check. So it's a baseless allegation. You need to at least ask them who are the people arrested. Of course, there will be people arrested because they have committed crimes. 
But as I speak to you now, we don't have a single political prisoner in Jijira or elsewhere in the region. The TPLF spokesman, Getachu Redam, has tweeted that most peace initiatives are mainly about saving Abi and not about addressing the most critical political challenges in the country, and that efforts that fail to address the conditions of people in the country and the tendency to conflate humanitarian issues with political ones are doomed to fail. How do you respond to that? Getachu Redam or any spokesperson of the TPLF is free to express his opinion. I can't control what they say. I am not privy to what the so-called peace talks are about at this stage. How would you describe your alliance with Abiy Ahmed? Well, Dr. Abiy Ahmed is the prime minister of the country. I am president of one of the states of the country. And in the last three years, under the leadership of Dr. Abiy Ahmed, my region has seen a momentous transformation in terms of human rights, respect for human rights, in terms of peace, in terms of development, and in terms of freedom of expression. And I think anybody who knows the history of 27 years of terror in our region would know the difference between today and 27 years ago. So we support him on the basis of the benefits that has come to the Somali region. And that's Mustafa Omer, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, speaking to me. This is Esau Williams with Focus on Africa from the BBC World Service on what's a grey and wet autumnal afternoon here in central London. And we focus first on Ethiopia today. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front fries. So too does the size, scale and the misery enacted on ordinary people. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front fighters for wantonly abusing civilians as they advanced into Amhara, with reports of several women being gang raped. As the rebel forces move south, it is not just the Ethiopian government that they are fighting. Well, earlier, I spoke to Mustafa Omar, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, whose forces have aligned with the Ethiopian army. He said that he would never allow the TPLF-OLA alliance to reach the capital. So is he confident that his forces are stronger militarily? Yes, we are confident our forces are stronger, but more importantly, we are confident about what our people want, and that's not a return to the TPLF reign of terror. Are you able to comment on the size of your military force and what sort of kit and weaponry you might have? I wouldn't like to comment on how strong our force is, but definitely it's not inferior to the TPLF if we are to talk about them marching to Addis, which I don't think will happen anyway. But clearly, I mean, the TPLF forces have managed to hold the Ethiopian army at bay for almost a year now, actually, if not more. What makes you think that your forces will make the difference? Well, I think the dynamics that helped the TPLF to achieve that won't be there if they dare to reoccupy Addis Ababa, where they are headed. So the TPLF have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army on the ground and they've made advances. So how can you be confident that your forces could actually repel them? There's a difference between making advances on one of the four fronts where the fighting is currently taking place 
As you know, the fronts are the Afar Front, the Gondar Front, and the Western Walkite Front, and the Wollo Front. The TPLF have made some advances on one front, which is Wollo. So it would be an exaggeration to say they have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army. I don't share that assessment. Now, Mustafa Omar, let's look at the politics of what's going on. So in the last few hours, your authorities have shut down Nabad Television, a TV station in the Somali region. And the reason you've given is that the station was inciting bloodshed. What's the evidence for that? Well, we have video evidence, which we can share with you. As you remember, three years ago, in 2018, August 4, our capital city, Jijira, was a place where ethnic and religious violence took place and we don't want a repeat of that. We cannot allow radio mill callings as happened in Rwanda to broadcast hate against members of other ethnic groups or religious groups. And we have a evidence for anyone who is interested in listening and making his own judgment, including yourself, you can have it. But we've also seen reports, Mr. Omer, that critics are calling a witch hunt what's taking place in your region with lots of arrests going on. Again, are you concerned that you're stoking a climate of fear? Well, who are arrested? Can you send me names? Because from what I understand, well, we, we don't, don't have, have a business in the region right now. That's a ridiculous we, question. We don't have the names of those arrested, but people are being arrested. That's part of the reports that we're getting. No people are arrested on the basis of politics in the region as I speak. I'm confident of that. Human rights organizations, the ICRC, or any journalist who's interested in knowing what's happening in the region can come and check. So it's a baseless allegation. You need to at least ask them who are the people arrested. Of course, there will be people arrested because they have committed crimes. But as I speak to you now, we don't have a single political prisoner in Jijira or elsewhere in the region. The TPLF spokesman, Getachu Redam, has tweeted that most peace initiatives are mainly about saving Abiy and not about addressing the most critical political challenges in the country. And that efforts that fail to address the conditions of people in the country and the tendency to conflate humanitarian issues with political ones are doomed to fail. How do you respond to that? or any spokesperson of the TPLS is free to express his opinion. I can't control what they say. I am not privy to what the so-called peace talks are about at this stage. How would you describe your alliance with Abi Ahmed? Well, Dr. Abi Ahmed is the prime minister of the country. I am the president of one of the states of the country. And in the last three years, under the leadership of Dr. Abi Ahmed, my region has seen a momentous transformation in terms of human rights, respect for human rights, in terms of peace, in terms of development, and in terms of freedom of expression. And I think anybody who knows the history of 27 years of terror in our region would know the difference between today and 27 years ago. So we support him on the basis of the benefits that has come to the Somali region. And that's Mustafa Omer, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, speaking to me.
This is Esau Williams with Focus on Africa from the BBC World Service on what's a grey and wet autumnal afternoon here in central London. And we focus first on Ethiopia today. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front flies. So too does the size, scale and the misery enacted on ordinary people. A report by Human Rights Watch today singled out Tigray People's Liberation Front fighters for wantonly abusing civilians as they advanced into Amhara, with reports of several women being gang raped. As the rebel forces move south, it is not just the Ethiopian government that they are fighting. Well, earlier, I spoke to Mustafa Omar, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, whose forces have aligned with the Ethiopian army. He said that he would never allow the TPLF-OLA alliance to reach the capital. So is he confident that his forces are stronger militarily? Yes, we are confident our forces are stronger, but more importantly, we are confident about what our people want, and that's not a return to the TPLF reign of terror. Are you able to comment on the size of your military force and what sort of kit and weaponry you might have? I wouldn't like to comment on how strong our force is, but definitely it's not inferior to the TPLF if we are to talk about them marching to Addis, which I don't think will happen anyway. But clearly, I mean, the TPLF forces have managed to hold the Ethiopian army at bay for almost a year now, actually, if not more. What makes you think that your forces will make the difference? Well, I think the dynamics that helped the TPLF to achieve that won't be there if they dare to reoccupy Addis Ababa, where they are headed. So the TPLF have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army on the ground and they've made advances. So how can you be confident that your forces could actually repel them? There's a difference between making advances on one of the four fronts where the fighting is currently taking place. As you know, the fronts are the Afar Front, the Gondar Front, and the Western Walkite Front, and the Wollo Front. The TPLF have made some advances on one front, which is Wollo, so it would be an exaggeration to say they have managed to defeat the Ethiopian army. I don't share that assessment. Now, Mustafa Omar, let's look at the politics of what's going on. So in the last few hours, your authorities have shut down Nabad Television, a TV station in the Somali region. And the reason you've given is that the station was inciting bloodshed. What's the evidence for that? Well, we have video evidence, which we can share with you. As you remember, three years ago, in 2018, August 4, our capital city, Jijira, was a place where ethnic and religious violence took place and we don't want a repeat of that. We cannot allow radio mill callings as happened in Rwanda to broadcast hate against members of other ethnic groups or religious groups. And we have a vibrance for anyone who is interested in listening and making his own judgment, including yourself, you can have it. But we've also seen reports, Mr. Omer, that critics are calling a witch hunt what's taking place in your region with lots of arrests going on. Again, are you concerned that you're stoking a climate of fear? Well, who are arrested? Can you send me names? Because from what I understand, well, we, we don't, don't have, have like a in the region right now. That's a ridiculous we, question. We don't have the names of those arrested, but people are being arrested. That's part of the reports that we're getting. No people are arrested on the basis of politics in the region as I speak. I'm confident of that. Human rights organizations, the ICRC, or any journalist who's interested in knowing what's happening in the region can come and check. So it's a baseless allegation. You need to at least ask them who are the people arrested. Of course, there will be people arrested because they have committed crimes. 
But as I speak to you now, we don't have a single political prisoner in Jijira or elsewhere in the region. The TPLF spokesman, Getachu Redam, has tweeted that most peace initiatives are mainly about saving Abi and not about addressing the most critical political challenges in the country, and that efforts that fail to address the conditions of people in the country and the tendency to conflate humanitarian issues with political ones are doomed to fail. How do you respond to that? Getachu Redam or any spokesperson of the TPLF is free to express his opinion. I can't control what they say. I am not privy to what the so-called peace talks are about at this stage. How would you describe your alliance with Abiy Ahmed? Well, Dr. Abiy Ahmed is the prime minister of the country. I am president of one of the states of the country. And in the last three years, under the leadership of Dr. Abiy Ahmed, my region has seen a momentous transformation in terms of human rights, respect for human rights, in terms of peace, in terms of development, and in terms of freedom of expression. And I think anybody who knows the history of 27 years of terror in our region would know the difference between today and 27 years ago. So we support him on the basis of the benefits that has come to the Somali region. And that's Mustafa Omer, president of the Somali region in Ethiopia, speaking to me.